Between an ultimate Grand Slam, many Major League debuts, and plenty of memorable performances, it was an exciting first half of the 2022 season for the Omaha Storm Chasers. While the team hovered around 500 for most of the first half and entered the All-Star break at 45 and 44, five of those wins were in walk-off fashion, including one of the most exciting finishes in franchise history. The 1-1. Govern smacks it in the air, deep to left field. Brooks is back on the track, at the wall. He looks up, and it's gone! It's a walk-off grand slam! Jimmy Govern wins it for Omaha! A miraculous comeback in the bottom of the ninth inning! The Storm Chasers score six runs in the bottom of the ninth inning and beat the Columbus Clippers 10-9! Not including those that have made rehab appearances, there have been 28 players to suit up for both the Storm Chasers and Kansas City Royals so far this season, including 10 that have made their major league debut in Colin Snyder, MJ Melendez, Dyron Blanco, Brewer Hicklin, Jose Quas, Vinny Pasquantino, Nick Prado, Nate Eaton, Michael Massey, and Freddie Fermin. Pasquantino took AAA by storm, earning International League Player of the Month honors for May, a month where he batted 320 with a 393 on base percentage and an 804 slugging percentage with 12 home runs and 35 RBIs in just 26 games. And now, after Prado's call up on Friday, all four of the Royals' top prospects entering the 2022 season, Bobby Witt Jr., MJ Melendez, Nick Prado, and Vinny Pasquantino, are together in the show. Before joining the Royals, Prado combined with five other Storm Chasers to shoot off some early fireworks on July 4th with a franchise record nine home runs in a single game. Michael Massey had the record-breaking eighth homer before Ivan Castillo capped the 20-run, 27-hit barrage with the team's ninth in the Independence Day win over Toledo. On the mound, it's been the Chasers' bullpen that's shined brightest in the first half, entering Sunday with a 3.68 ERA that's good for third best in the league, thanks to Sam Freeman, Brad Peacock, Jose Quas, Arodis Vizcaino, Andres Nunez, and Foster Griffin, each of whom have posted an ERA under two. After throwing a scoreless inning on Saturday, Nunez has now thrown 25 and a third consecutive scoreless innings, a streak that spans 21 appearances and dates back to May 19th. After splitting the first two games with the Iowa Cubs after the All-Star break, the Storm Chasers go for a Sunday evening win over their I-80 rival at 5.05 at Warner Park. With the Omaha Storm Chasers, I'm Jake Eisenberg. The first half of the 2022 season has featured many ups and downs for the Northwest Arkansas Naturals. We have seen everything from dazzling starting pitching performances to record-setting offensive explosions and plenty in between. For as much as the Naturals bats have paced the team from the opening weekend, as the season has gone on, the pitching and defense just haven't been able to keep pace. Before an early June call-up the AAA Omaha, Drew Parrish was quite possibly the best pitcher in the Texas League as he pitched to a 2-1-3 ERA over 10 starts and led the league in whip at the time of his promotion. And Michael Massey was one of the top hitters in the Texas League as well. Before he joined Parrish in Omaha not too much later, he ranked as the AA leader in RBI with 46 at the time of his promotion. As much as June and July have just not been kind to the Naturals from a win and loss standpoint, through all the roster turnover, there's still plenty to be excited about. The club leads the Texas League with six weekly award winners this season. Hitters like Robbie Glintening, Logan Porter, Nick Lofton, and Michael Garcia find themselves scattered across both the league and Royals organization leaderboards, and Tyler Gentry is still averaging over one RBI per game since his 
his promotion from high A in the middle of June. Alec Marsh has struck at 105 batters through 16 starts and is on pace to break the club's single-season strikeout record, potentially within the next month. Marsh was Kansas City's representative at the Futures game last weekend in Los Angeles, and when we flash back to May in North Little Rock, he struck out eight consecutive Arkansas Travelers to set a Naturals franchise record. Three balls, two strikes and two outs with the bases loaded. Marsh has the sign into his motion, the payoff pitch. In there, called strike three. Eight strikeouts in a row for Alec Marsh. He has nine through four innings of work. As we sit right now, the Naturals are 12 games under 500 overall this season, a 38 and 50 record, and six games under 500, seven and 13 in the second half. It will be March on the mound Sunday afternoon to try and avoid a serious sweep by the Springfield Cardinals at home here at Arvest Ballpark. For the Northwest Arkansas Naturals, I'm Nicholas Batters. Heading into the All-Star break earlier this week, the Quad Cities River Bandits welcomed a fresh start as last year's league champions entered Monday with a Midwest League worst 33 wins and a four-win start to the month of July. But while the victories didn't add up, Quad City's first half was full of impressive performances on both sides of the diamond. Looking back at the first few months of the Bandits season, Tyler Gentry is a name you cannot miss. Before his promotion to AA in June, the outfielder posted a 366 batting average and a 950 OPS at the high A level with both marks having easily led the league had he not fallen just a few games shy of qualifying. Just above Gentry on the lineup card was Diego Hernandez, who not only proved to be one of the best defensive center fielders in the league, but also a focal point of the Bandits offense. From May 11th to June 22nd, Hernandez posted what is still a Midwest League best 29 game on base streak, and during that stretch, pulled off one of the season's firsts. The first pitch from Brito comes home, and this one's lined into right center field, and that's going to win it. McCullough around third, he scores, and the Bandits win the finale. Their first walk-off win of the season is off the bat of Diego Hernandez, who caps off his 18-game on-base streak with the game-winning knock. On the mound in the first half, Quad City's rotation leaned heavily on the right arm of Charlie Newweiler, who helped establish his leading role with a team-best five quality starts, including a seven-inning outing on June 30th. As for the bullpen, the anchor was undoubtedly Emilio Marquez, who posted a 194 ERA in the month of June and entered the break having allowed just three runs in his last 21 and two-thirds innings on the bump. Having split the first two games of their current three-game set against the South Bend Cubs, Quad Cities has a chance to start the second half with its fifth series win of the season this afternoon. With the Quad Cities River Bandits, I'm Kyle Kerchival. Exiting the All-Star break, the Fireflies have a new sense of enthusiasm as the team has roared out to a 14-9 start in the second half where they are tied for first place in the South Division with the Kannapolis Cannonballers. A big part of their strong start to the first half has been the success of Rivertown, who after a two-hit game Saturday has now reached in 33 consecutive games. The stretch is the third longest active streak in baseball. During the run, not only has the Louisiana native improved his on-base percentage, but he's also showcased his power numbers. While setting the franchise record, besting Jeremy Vasquez's 2018-28 game stretch, Town has blasted seven of his 12 home runs on the season. That's not the only thing working for Columbia, though. In the month of July, Carter Jensen is red hot. Prior to Saturday night's contest, Jensen was rocking a 367 average in 16 games in July, and scored 14 runs in the month. 
Today, the Fireflies have an important rubber match with the Augusta Green Jackets. After losing 11 of the first 15 games against Augusta this year, the Fireflies have a chance to split the 24-game season series with their division rival, as they have taken 8 of the last 9 games versus Augusta. Next week, the Fireflies travel north to Kannapolis, where they'll see if they can separate from the pack in the second half standings. From Columbia, I'm John Kosas.